So hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today we have Aziz. Aziz is CEO of SimbiBot. Now this is um, a space I am really really excited about, um, the edtech space. And so I'm really really honored to have you on the couch today, Aziz. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so welcome to the couch. Um. On Startup Couches, what we do is we bring amazing founders like yourself, Aziz, on the couch to share your story, to talk about um, the products and the journey so far um, with the products you have in the market. Um, and so diving right into the questions, what is Simbi but and how does it work? Okay, thank you. Um, Simbi but is a platform that helps students to learn, master, and evaluate themselves in any topic across all subjects. So with a focus um, in K-12 learning. So okay. look at SimbiBot as that platform that makes quality content available, affordable, and accessible to students um, within kindergarten and yeah. year 12. Wow. So in, in year 12, what class, what, what, what school would you be in year 12? So um, literally in uh, climes like Nigeria or Ghana, that um, in Nigeria is senior secondary school. And I'm pretty sure in Ghana is high school. So that's okay. um, at that point where you're writing WAEC, um, writing JAM, and probably post JAM. Okay. That makes, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Right. And so, um, I mean, my next question was supposed to be, who is your main customer segment? But I don't know who is your main customer segment. Do you do you sell to um, parents directly, or do you sell to schools? How is your business model like? Okay, so I, I think there's an interesting um, point to note here. Um, okay. Our direct users are actually not our main customers. So look at it like this. The users of the platform are the students. But then yeah. their parents are more of the customers. Sometimes okay. the school is the customer. Sometimes government is the customer. But yeah. then these kids are not even working. We do not expect yeah, them to have yes. financial muscles <laughs> to pay for solution. But then they are the one um, having the direct impact. Yes, that's yeah. not to mention that um, Yes, we serve value chain um, across the entire value network. That means yeah. when yeah. these kids do well, their parents are excited, yeah. teachers are they are happy, school is excited, even government is rejoicing. So there's yeah. a ripple effect to it. But then the users are the students, and okay. then the customers are most like most times their parents. Now, okay. trying to um, dig a bit down um on how it works and then who we are focusing at this moment yeah so yeah. basically we've built a platform that literally works everywhere you go whether online whether offline whether the web whether the mobile whether tablets whether desktop application like simplebot okay. has a solution that works seamlessly across almost oh, all so I used almost because at this moment I'm speaking, we are currently deploying iOS, so it's not live yet. So okay. iOS is the only platform that um, 
would say is big enough and we have not deployed. Again, okay. there are reasons to that. Um, we, we chose Android over iOS because of uh, more users in our climb and demographic use yeah. Android over iOS. Although the story and the narrative is gradually changing. So any user can just jump on the platform. So the best use case is for students who go to school. Okay. Again, we do not want students not to go to school. We want you to go to school. Uh, okay. When you're back from school, we're only saying, don't go to another distance for evening lesson. It is stressful. Yeah. Why yeah. should I trek a distance to school by 8 in the morning? I trek back by 2 or 3 in the afternoon, take a light meal, change my clothes, and trek another distance for the same group learning that happened in school, why it's stressful. So okay. instead of that, you can jump on the platform, um, select whatever subject that you want to learn. Um, you can pick whatever topic you learned in school. So it's a platform that complements learning. Like look okay. at it like it is augmenting what you've learned in school. Okay. So um, you select subject, select the topic and start to learn. Um, right now, while we we are building a solution for k-12 at this moment we have content for just k-9 and k-12 that is from senior secondary school one that's ss1 to ss3 which covers the utme putme yx neco and gce okay so um yes Going forward, we continue to grow vertically and horizontally by building content base for younger um, kids. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. But I think there is a market. There is, um, I guess, um, is pretty obvious that there's a big market for K9 to K12 just because um, of jam and just admission to university. And so um, that's a good place to start. Exactly. Uh, what we've come to realize is. Um, even while we try as much as possible to change this narrative, it's been very difficult. And what is this narrative? Most of these educational platforms are examination-driven. So what do I mean? While we have lots of users that their parents pay throughout the year, most of the surges we get are when there are these examinations. Everyone just wants to pass examinations. So yeah. while we try as much as possible to build solution that helps you to clearly understand concepts and then assimilate and also evaluate yourself, a lot of them want to quickly get a glimpse on this concept, pass examinations and move on. Move on. So and if we look at it uh, right now, WAEC, UTME, PUTME are the most scary examination that students will face within K-12. Yes. So it, it makes the market entry strategy pretty easier. Although we keep striving to um, ensure parents understand that um, the, the, the true test of ability is not just passing examination. Yeah, sure. So very, very interesting. Um, how, how, how would you describe your competitive landscape like? Um, how would you describe it? Yeah, I think that's one interesting thing I I get here and there. First and foremost, we are the only edtech solution in Nigeria today that has content for all learning styles and all departments. So let me break that down. 
So okay. we have content for whether you are a science student, whether you are social science, whether you are humanities, or you are arts or engineering, we have content okay. for all of them. And then we also have learning style aids that can help audio learners, visual learners, audiovisual learners. We have we have literally different kinds of contents that will suit you. So since the solution is personalized and the platform is being able to adapt to the learners, you get to receive content that suits you most. So while we understand that, yes, there, there's competition here and there, everyone is trying and striving to build across all departments like we already have, we're not stopping there. While we believe that everyone is trying out to build more and more, we have started to build content on soft skills. So imagine what you literally would not learn in school. You now have a kid who is very smart academically and can still have a very good communication skill, can still have fantastic negotiation skill. So we have started that. That would be another age when um, the competition tries to catch up with all content we have. That's amazing. That's an amazing way to see um, your competitive landscape. That's actually really great. And, and so my next question is, how long have you been building this and how would you define growth today? Okay, as regards how long we've been building this, it would be interesting to look at it from two dimensions. Okay. So first is, I as a person, I've been an active player in ethics space since 2011. So at the time, uh, I built a platform called Face Your Book. Face Your Book was strictly examination preparation platform. Okay. So at at the time, we were able to help hundreds of thousands of students to pass um, JAM and secure admission into schools like University of Lagos, Unilorian, and some top schools in Nigeria. So sometime in 2016, at the time, I met my two co-founders. So we're having this conversation around if we're helping students to truly learn or we're just helping them to scale the order of um, securing admission. Yes, you know, there's always back and forth in conversations like this. You want to protect your stance and the rest of them. But in a bid to make the world a better place, we identified and agreed that, yes, Face Your Book then was just helping them to pass examination and we needed to do more. So what we did then was we sold Face Your Book and then started wow. to build a full-fledged learning platform. So this was what was happening underground in 2016-17. So sometime in 2018, after we built a reasonable amount of content, we decided to test the market with a chatbot. So no, okay. it was just a chatbot that was live on Facebook. So um, I think January 2018, yes. January 17, 2018, we rolled out the chatbot. Yes, you know now, Media Booth, it was awesome. Wow, this is amazing, this is that. So we got a lot of users to start. I think we got about 20,000 users in the first three months. And again, I would say the the automatic growth then was due to one, Media Booth. I think we had Tech Point and all of these tech tech blogs pick it up. And uh, you know, again, it was March that JAM examination was written that year. So we had a lot of people jump on it. So after okay. JAM, we continue. We realized that 
there were limiting factors, limiting features and functions that we could achieve using the chat. So we, we yeah. rolled back. <laughs> and then uh, we, we decided to build a full-fledged application that can work on the web, that can work on mobile, on desktop, like online, online. online. Then this took us like another one year and we rolled wow. out fully in 2019, started our account from zero again, um, focus marketing on people that matter. When I say people that matter, on the parents, parents. and the kids. Even while we're doing this, we got attention from Lagos State Government. Um, right now we are building, or we're not building, we are deploying this solution in some notable public schools in Lagos State as pilots for government, after wow. which this will roll out in all public schools in Lagos State. So wow. literally we say we, we rolled out this stable version in 2019. This is amazing. This is really, really amazing since 2019 until now. And so um I think I checked out the bot on Android and I I saw that you have over fifty thousand downloads. What is what has growth been for you today? Like if you were to count how how you want to describe how much you have grown, how how would you quantify that? I mean okay, so that. I'll start by saying um, currently we have a total of over 100,000 users on the platform across oh, wow. all um, channels. Yes, Android is over 50k. I don't know the number to be precise right now. Yeah. Um, but then we do not see our success tied to just numbers. Because again, in this climb, we have lots of students download the application. Um, use it for one examination and they're out. Okay. So we we try to measure stickiness, retention, and then for every user that lands on the platform, from the first learning curve, we're doing recording. We're recording your data to match it with subsequent evaluation metrics. So as to identify if a child is actually doing better, being stagnant, uh, being stagnant, or even doing worse, because we've seen cases like that. Yeah. So we use we have um, an AI algorithm inbuilt in, in the platform that is being able to help a struggling child do better. So let's take for example, you learn a concept and you do not do so well. The platform recommends you learn it again. When you're learning it again, the way you get your bit-sized content would be further broken down. The kind of questions you encounter would be the easier version of the questions, such okay. that we can move you from known to unknown, from easy to hard. Okay. So we also measure external um, um, value add, external success, not just what is recorded on the platform. So for example, the last UTME examination that was taken, we recorded our success rates. The same for YEC, the same for the different series, that's the GCE, the um, first series and the second series. So we keep okay. ensuring that users that use the platform for X amount of months, we use, use our data to identify how they do over users that just quickly come to the platform to prepare for an examination, and then we see the metric. So yeah. our success is tied to the success of the kids, which brings smiles to the face of the parents, 
the schools, the teachers, and government. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's actually an amazing way to look at things. I think one thing that stands out um, talking to you, Aziz, is how um, really, really particular your perspectives are um, with regards to the edtech space in you know Nigeria, and that's amazing. So, do you have plans to expand outside of the Nigerian markets? Um, and are you, are you, have you guys raised any VC funding? Are you planning to raise? How are you, how are you um, growing? Because this platform is rapidly growing. So, how are you, how are you ensuring that this growth is like maintained and everything? Okay. Um. So we see expansion in two dimensions. Um, I love to say we see it as vertically and horizontally. Now, let's speak vertically. Right now, we have content for senior secondary. We are already building content for junior secondary and primary, such that the same household that we already offer value, we can now offer more value because most of these families have more than one kid. Yes, they do. So once we have been able to do that, automatically, we have, because we have the trust of these parents, then we can quickly double, triple our numbers in cases where we have families that have multi-children. Now, in terms of horizontally, right now, as much as our tentacles are strong in Nigeria, we have active users in Ghana. We have active users in Kenya. Now, the, the difficulty of breaking different barriers first that we experience is the fact that the curriculum is not 100% the same. Yes. Even as much as WAEC is West Africa and our curriculum is tailored to West African content, it is not, imagine history in Ghana is not history in Nigeria. Yes. For example. yes. So we still need to do a little more to satisfy um, neighboring uh, markets. Regardless, we still have lots of users. When I say lots, it's not being relative. Hundreds of users that use this platform and pay for subscription from Ghana. And this is because they value the, um, the technology and the content. Now, I think for people in Ghana, I might, quote unquote, I might not be very correct, but this is what we've been able to gather from user research, talking to users. We do something that is unique. We speak to literally every user that downloads the platform in the space of one to three months so oh, wow. so um for what we've been able to gather what a lot of the ghanian users um, on our platform love is the gamification of the platform like we have brain combat we have um, we have a game to every topic so imagine you're done learning a topic you end that topic playing a game so while we have content that are very similar in mathematics and further mathematics and biology and across different subjects, it is relatively easier to scale outside Nigeria. Although we'll do our vertical, vertical scaling first before we go to other countries. I, I think we are more about the impact and the value add than the bleed scaling of running numbers. Okay. Okay. So now, as regards VC funding, um, yes, it is important to note that um, we we raised our pre-seed round in 2019 when we were rolling out. Okay. Uh, raised that with um, Itana, about that's $30,000. Okay. Yes, um, 
we are actively raising now and the purpose of the new fund is for, yes for our seed round and the, the ideal um, approach that we are going is still for us to further drill vertically we are not yet raising to expand outside nigeria okay. but they, trust me the way people outside nigeria are really pushing to have the solution we would also want us to make some kind of past move so i, I think that's about that yeah yeah um, that, that that actually answers it. Um, I think um, my next question would be, what would you say are your two biggest challenges today at Simbibot? Wow. Um, I would say the first thing is um, trying to help stakeholders identify that edge tech is not replacing schools. Like, it's not part of our dream. We are not intending to replace school. I, as a person, think school would not go. Yes, um, tutorial centers would go. Private tutoring might go. Um, black and white textbooks, they are even gone. So maybe color textbook will go soon. But schools are going nowhere. So okay. it's one thing that, uh, it's one friction we meet at um, different tables where we have to make them understand that, see, we are not competing with schools schools are there we're only competing with complementary learning systems which traditional methods that are being used today are not so efficient so the okay. second would be um maybe trying to make long-term edtech investment juicy so unlike fintech maybe where you can quickly 10x investments in one two three years EdTech looks like, yes, the next biggest thing but will take a while because we are still at infancy stage. What I mean is, so, so look at internet in 1992, yeah. um, in the 90s. Then you must have heard about internet. You might have been using it, but you are not really an active uh, subscriber. You have not really been paying for it. So we are at that point in education technology where Literally everyone has heard about it. Now parents are convinced that technological devices can actually help their kids to learn. But we are at the yep. point we are converting them from just the belief to active paying customers. So I would say those are the two um, challenges we face today. Wow. Um, I think these are strong challenges. And I think you guys already um, have a system that very soon, just with the way also you gather data, you are going to be able to um, start scaling these hurdles very, very soon. I really, yeah, like to, yeah, I really like to point out how really particular you are about data collection and analytics and how that drives, you know, a lot of things. Like, it's very, very clear and obvious that um, most of the decisions you make as SimbiBot is um, data-driven, right? And that is really yeah. amazing. I am personally a big fan of what you're doing thank um, you so much and on this josh i would like to say thank you so much for being on the couch today this has been you're an welcome. insightful conversation and um you know for everyone that's listening and you are in nigeria you are anywhere in africa and you really need just another learning partner you know instead of 
finding a learning coach and everything simbi bot is the learning coach you need right so just go on the play store download simbi bot you would understand what i'm saying because um every single way you could learn every single learning pattern every single um creative way to help you to stimulate you to learn to actually make you learn efficiently and make these things your learning stick has been provided on the simbibot platform so if you do not have this platform if you're not using this platform i think you're sleeping on it if your parents um <laughs> just try it out for your kids you'll be really really surprised at the impact they literally get to the point where they call you they understand your issue the platform is personalized to your kids you know and so make sure that you you know give it a try and for everyone listening um make sure you subscribe you already know every week we bring you amazing builders like aziz on the couch to share their journeys and so subscribe and share to your friends and until next time see ya <laughs>